as I was preparing on Friday morning, I just really had this strong sense of Psalm 23 kept coming through. And at first, I thought it was for me. And as I took some time to meditate on Psalm 22, and I realized that it is for all of us during the season. So I'm going to be sharing from that place, from Psalm 23. And that's why we have no slides. And uh, if you have your Bible and you have uh, actual Bible, turn to Psalms 23. If you have a mobile app Bible, turn to Psalms 23. I will be using the NIV translations, just so you know. But feel free to use whichever translation that you have, as long as you're using one. So, all right, let's get going. Um, November 15th, isn't that incredible? We're getting close to the end of 2020. The most unforgettable year in the history of mankind. Can I say that? Not just for America, but for all the nations around the globe. It's, it's amazing. And uh, as I have mentioned earlier, you may have heard recently, Mayor Lightfoot has imposed a new um, COVID-19 restriction to the city of Chicago. This is due to the dr uh, drastic increase, not just an increase, drastic increase in the positivity rate. So uh, again, I want to be remind everyone, please take the proper precautions. We, we don't want you to get sick. We don't want anyone else to get sick, period. And we want this restriction to be lifted. So again, just be, respect be respectful to those around us. Um, so let's turn to Psalm 23. Uh, this Psalm, as I said, is, I, I really strongly believe that God wants to speak to us for this time and this season. Uh, it is a, a great Psalm in itself, actually, because it's a reminder that God is our great provider. And is, it, it is also an assurance that Jesus is our great God. He wants to remind us that he is our provider. He is our protector. He is our caretaker. He is our everything. He's got us. Everything is under his control. So when things may seem out of control, we've been restricted, we're losing our freedom, whatever it is, Jesus, he is in control. He has everything under control. So uh, I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, Psalm 23. For those, if you're familiar with Psalms 23, that's great. But if you're not, I will read through the verses so we can follow along. So Psalms 23 start out, starts with verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. So right off the bat, this psalm speaks to us in terms of the foundation of who God is. Jesus is our shepherd. As you may already know, a shepherd is someone who's, who's providing for the sheep, right? Will lead the sheep to where, where the sheep can eat and the sheep are free to wander and knowing that if, if some wild animals will come along, the shepherd will protect them, will kill those wild animals, whether they're wolves and bears or, or lions or COVID-19. We know that God is our ultimate provider and caretaker. So we, we start out right away as a reminder for, for all of us and reminder for ourselves and re, and remember to remind one another that God is our ultimate caretaker, not the mayor, not the governor, not the president, uh, not our landlords, not our bosses. And I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm just saying God is our ultimate provider. We need to always keep that in mind. God is the one who will care for us. He will be the one that protects us from dangers. Uh, or he will be the one that's not putting us in a situation where we cannot handle. He knows what we can handle. So keep that in mind and remind us first and foremost. As, and the second verse goes on to say, He makes me lie down 
in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Notice that he makes me. He doesn't suggest us. He makes us. Because he makes me lie down in green pasture. That means I speak to rest, right? Green pasture, quiet waters. So trust in God. Because it seems like when things, and this is how it is for me, and I think it's for, for most of us, is when things get busy, we need to like keep on going further. We need to go faster, right? We need to do more to get out of this rut. But God knows when we need rest. And he's reminding us, lay down. Lie down in green pasture. Oh, relax. Are you okay? Are you okay? For those who are watching, we just had a little incident. Don't worry. God is protecting her. <laughs> um, I'm kind of half-joking, but seriously, are you okay? Okay. That's okay. Um, all right, where was I? So trust in God. He knows when we need rest. And he knows when we need to stop busying ourselves with needless tasks. So when you hear the voice of God telling us to slow down, telling us to, uh, to put the needless things and tasks aside, stop. I need that. Vanessa reminds me of that all the time because the busier we get, the faster I run. That's just how I'm wired. That's why I need God to remind us. We all need God to remind us to stop and rest. So this also signifies when we, when we say the Lord is our shepherd. I lack nothing. Right? He, so he give, and once we know that he will lack nothing, whether it's finance or a relationship or our business or our families or school or our future, he will take care of us. He will give us peace. He will lead us into a place of rest. Trust in God. Trust in him. As a reminder throughout this season, trust in him. Because he knows when we need to rest. And he knows when we need to push a little bit harder. It goes on to say, he refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. So when the Lord is my shepherd, he will refresh our soul. He's the only one he can truly, deeply refresh our souls. We may be able, able to find temporary refreshment, like being refreshed when the Vikings beat the Bears, right? As you can see, I'm a Vikings fan. I'll be refreshed a little bit, but it's only a temporarily until the next game. I, the Vikings may lose, and I will not be refreshed, right? We may be refreshed when we go shopping, right? Some of you may get refreshed from shopping. Sometimes I do. Some, some of us may get refreshed from just going out and have a few drinks with friends. But to truly, deeply be refreshed, our souls to be refreshed, only God can do that. He is the one that refreshes our souls when we feel sorrowful. He knows when we uh, feel sinful, like we, as in we've done something wrong. He's the one that will sanctify us. And he's the one that will strengthen us when we're weak. He will refresh our souls. And he will... Um, even during tough times, not just when things are going well. Because when things are going well, it's easy to be refreshed. Right? But, when, but when things are tough, just like 2020, this whole year has been tough. If for those of you who have kids, you know what I'm talking about. It's been tough, but God will refresh our soul. He will give us everything that we need and what we can handle. And we'll come back to this in a few minutes. Keep in mind, verse number one, the Lord is my shepherd. So trust in him. And when he is our shepherd and we are his sheep, we follow him, right? We know his voice. We, we, we trust him. We go where he tells us to go. So he will guide us on the, some translation has this like the righteous path, 
Not, when, when we're on the righteous path, that means we're on the right path. So when we follow his voice and stay on the path that he has laid out before us, so the path that you're on, the path that I'm on, the path that restoration is on, that's the path that God has laid out for us, and that is the righteous path. We all have different paths that we go on. And this is not because we're righteous. It's because he is guiding us along the righteous path because he is righteous, right, for his name's sake. So if we're following him, he's setting the path for us, and his righteous will be over us and protecting us and watching us, and that is the right path for us to be on. So that's what it means to hear that our shepherd is guiding us, our shepherd is leading us. So let's remind one another, let's encourage one another of the path that each of us is on. We're all on different paths. We're all on different stage of life, right? I think we, we, all, we all have different strengths and weaknesses. Just encourage each other not to worry about what path others are on. Do not, do not let what's going on around us bring us down or thinking that we're special. It is because the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Trust in God. Trust in his timing. Remind one another to not compare. As we don't know what God has planned for them and the grace that they have been given for their respective path, right? Because you may think that's great, but until you actually walk on their paths, you may not think so. So trust in the path that God has put us on because that is the right path. Because for his namesake, that is a righteous path. The next verse goes on to say, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Some translation, the King James and the ESV and some translation has, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I think that's probably a better translation. Going back to the Lord is my shepherd. So meaning that Jesus is our savior. We know that he's with us always. And he's within us all the time. So death means something totally different to us as followers of Jesus, than is someone else. So firstly, notice that it is as we walk through, not as we walk in the valley of the shadow of death. So this implies that there's a tough season or certain struggles that we're walking through. We will get through it. God will lead us through it. It may stretch us. I think I've been really stretched in 2020. I think you guys are too, right? Well, I hope you are too. And, and he will grow us will stretch us and grow us in ways that we didn't think that was possible. But as, in, as we walk through 2020, soon, it will be the thing of the past, right? We can look back and tell our grandkids, you guys have it easy. You didn't have to go through 2020 like we did. Someone thought it was funny. Thank you. Uh, so that firstly, we walk through, not walk in. We will get through it because God is with us. He is our shepherd. And secondly, I do want to point out that with Jesus, we will, we will never, ever have to walk through the actual valley of death, but the valley of the shadow of death. Death is just a shadow that we are walking through. Ignore that. I'm trying to ignore that. So our physical body will eventually die, but our souls will walk through the valley of the shadow of death, as in, we're walking through the shadow of something that's just standing on the side of the road, not in it itself. No, no one's been trapped in there, is there? 
All right. Um, I know Elliot just walked in there last time, so I didn't know if he did the same thing. So we know, I, I, this is on the recording, so I should stop with a joke. We know that God is with us, right? He will never forsaken us, ever, like ever, ever. No matter how bad or how, all the things that we think that we have done, he will never forsaken us. God, the creator of all things, the creator of the universe is with us as we're walking through what could be the toughest season of our lives, 2020, right? We're pretty, I'm pretty certain that there will never be another year like 2020, but we will be walking through it, and God is with us. He is our shepherd. And not only God is with us, we have his rod and we have his staff, meaning his power is with us. Not only is he with us, his power is with us, and we're protected by him. Trust in him, follow him. He will make a way for us. Think about the staff and the rod that Moses had, right? God gave Moses the staff. What did he do? He produced water from a rock. He transformed it into a snake and back into a staff. He used that staff to part the Red Sea. So that's why your staff and your rod, what does it say? Your staff and your rod, they comfort me. So be comfort that God's power is with us, right? Produce water from the rock. Produce something from nothing. And turn it into a snake, turn things back. Part of the Red Sea, made the impossible, protect us, brought us into safety. So not only God is with us, we have his rod and his staff. His power is with us. As I said, trust in him, follow him. He will make a way for us. As we know, he has made a way. Back in March, it seemed like everything was ending, right? Now the year is almost over. The vaccine is coming. Everything is turning out. So trust in him. He will protect us. He will guide us. He will lead the way. As in, also walk. Walk. This, the verse said, like, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but if you're going through somewhere scary or, or dangerous, you would run, right? I mean, I would run as fast as I can. But this verse is telling us, walk. Be okay. Walk. God is with us. His staff and his rod is with us. Take comfort in that. So the next verse is, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. So he's providing for us. Wow, we're in the presence of our enemies. So in front of those who may want to accuse us, want to destroy us, want to see us fail, want to see us suffer, want to see us destroyed, in front of those who are against us, God is preparing a table for us. I think God is saying, the enemies, you guys, nothing. These are my people. I'm preparing a table for them. Back off. Because God is not listening to the voices of the enemies. He's preparing a table for us. So we should do the same thing, not listen to the, the, the voices of the enemies. And I think in this case, for this season, for us at Restoration, it is the voices. Our enemies are the voices in terms of lies, Doubt, fear, and comparing. I have to use that term, comparing. Don't compare. Because as I was preparing for this, I just reminded back from Genesis chapter 3. The devil used the oldest trick, and I, I know you guys hear this all the time, but what, what did the devil say to Adam and Eve? Eat this fruit, and you will be just like God. So don't compare. 
Because when we start comparing in terms of, oh, someone's making it look so easy as they're surviving 2020. They have all these toys. They have all the houses. I am a little bit jealous about that too, by the way. You can go to your cabin, your lake house somewhere. You can go to Colorado. You can go to uh, uh, Aruba. Yes, there are people. I know people that have few houses. But it's okay. Good for them. Good for them. Don't compare. Praise them. Encourage them. Compliment them for all the successes that they have given. But don't compare. Because our enemies will start putting voices in our head. And start comparing. And that, that's when we will, we will allow the enemies to put seeds of doubt in our minds. And take our eyes and our focus away from God. So don't compare. And don't listen to the lies and the doubts and the fear that we see around us. There's so much fear, right? I, I watch the news a lot. And there's just always so much fear everywhere. doesn't matter what side of the political aisles you're on. Turn our eyes to Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. My cup overflows. So in the presence of my enemies, that means in the presence of the lies and the doubts and the, and the fears and the comparison, God prepares a table for us. He blesses us and his righteousness covers us. That's what it means to, to be anointed on our head. So not our righteousness, which is most likely will become self-righteousness if we think it's our own righteousness, it, but it's the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God is what covering us and protecting us and preparing a way for us and leading us. So trust in that. That is the right path. So anointing our heads with oil. This signifies blessing, right? When we're being anointed. Blessing, supernatural blessing. Not just blessing because we look good. Not just blessing because we came from a prestigious family. God has blessed us. And he's giving us rest. We find rest when we're in the presence of our God. He always brings rest. Just like as we're singing, as we're listening to worship, as we're actually truly praising him, instead of just reading the lyrics, we will find rest. That's like something calming as we sing to God. As we ignore uh, our, our self-consciousness, uh, ignore, like, not be conscious of how we sound like. I know I sound terrible, but I don't really care. When I sing, I find rest, and that's what I need, and that's what I want. Not that I don't care about you guys, but I care more about the rest and the blessing that we receive from God. So sing to him, and remember, my cup overflows, meaning we have more than enough for ourselves. Let's go back to about comparing. God knows what we can handle. He knows what we need. So our cup always overflows. It may not seem like it at times, but trust in him. We... So if we compare and want more, we may not, it's okay, it's not a, we most likely would not be able to handle what others are going through. And most importantly, trust in God and what he has planned for us. He has something glorious for each and every one of us. And I just want to say one last thing on comparison. I know you guys are probably sick of it, but it's one last thing on comparison. When we are comparing, we are rejecting the plans that he has for each of us. We are rejecting the purpose that he has for each of us. We're saying that, God, the plan that you have for me is not good enough. I want his plan. We're saying, God, the plan that you, what you want to give me is not enough. I want something else. So that's why don't compare. Don't listen to the lies. God has something great for us. Okay, next one. I really need to get to the next verse. 
surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely, it means with absolute, complete certainty. Absolute certainty that God's goodness and his love will follow me, follow you, follow us. All the days of our lives. With absolute certainty, when we know that the Lord is our shepherd, his goodness and his love will follow us of all the days of our lives. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's amazing. It's amazing for me to think about that. We will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It's a wonderful reminder about being in God's presence. Um, Psalms 84, 10, you guys all know this. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. So a one day in, God's, in the presence of God is better than a thousand elsewhere. And to know that when the Lord is our shepherd, we will dwell in his house all the days of our lives, forever, throughout all of eternity. And that is an absolute certainty. So God's reminding us again, that is an absolute certainty. When the Lord is my shepherd, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So we get to be in God's presence, not just one day, not just on Sunday, but every day, every day of our lives. So when we say that Jesus is my shepherd, that's how we started out. Jesus is my shepherd. That's an absolute certainty, as the last verse. It's an absolute certainty that God's goodness and his love will be with us throughout the rest of the year, 2020. You know, some people say that I'm optimistic because I always see things with a cup half full. But it's because when we have the understanding, a revelation that Jesus is in control, we will know that we lack nothing. He has prepared everything for us in front of our enemies. He provides for us. He gives us rest. He makes us lie down in green pasture. Isn't that awesome? I, I have a full-time job. I and mean, when's, when's the last time your boss makes you take like a month off so you can find some rest? I mean, some of you may have, but that's pretty amazing. Is it? I'm not saying that you... You, if, if you're a boss, I'm not saying that you have to do anything, but I'm just saying God is good. His love will be with us always, all the days. So no matter what we see around us, let's remind ourselves and remind one another of his goodness and his love will absolutely, with absolute certainty, follow us wherever that we go and through all the days of our lives. As we're coming to the end of 2020, right? doesn't matter how it ends. Be reminded that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So that's better than any places that we have ever been or experienced. Psalm 23, just another thing to add to this is Psalm 23 came just right after Psalms 22. And for those of you who may be familiar with Psalms 22, Psalm 22 in verse 1 started with this. David wrote both Psalms. Psalm 22 verse 1. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no answer. So that's your, if that's your cry, Psalm 23 is the response to your cry. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. It's okay to cry out when we, when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, when we go through the tough season. It's okay. We don't need to pretend like we're tough. We don't need to be t- pretend like we're strong. It's okay. Just know that our, but 
my God, Jesus is our shepherd. Where am I? I have so much more. So when we walk through the valley, when we walk through the tough season, it just looked that way, right? We will get through it. Not always lost. God has not forsaken us. He will never forsaken us. He will always be with us. So what we see in the natural, in terms of all the things around us, is not the same as what is really happening in the supernatural. Because when we have Jesus, Holy Spirit within us, it allows us to see in the supernatural, and the supernatural is a totally different story. It's not the same as what we see in the natural. So don't let this COVID-19 or any restrictions, all the things that have happened, cause us to lose sight of who we are in Jesus. Jesus is our Savior. He is our shepherd. We lack nothing. Trust in God. Hear his voice. Seek him out. Don't hear him from someone else. Hear him for ourselves so he can put us on the right path, right? My path is different than Ernie's path. My path is different than Jake's path. My path is different than Anthony's path. All our paths are awesome. We all, God has put us on the righteous path for his namesake. So don't make fun of it. Don't reject what God has planned for us. It will be glorious at the end of that path. So follow him. We will find rest. We will, we will be refreshed. We will be blessed. We will be found righteous in him. His goodness and his love will follow us wherever we go. And we will dwell in his presence throughout eternity. That is the bestest thing ever. Can I use that term, bestest? That's the bestest thing ever is to be in the presence of God. That's why I love worship so much. Because when I lift up the name of Jesus, put myself aside, acknowledge that God is greater than me. That's when we experience the presence of God. And there's nothing better. There's nothing better than that. So anyway, I, I want us to end as an encouragement to all of us at restoration. And I feel that God is reminding us again that he is our shepherd. We lack nothing. And as, I, as we come to an end, I, I want to actually bring Vanessa up. I want us to end praising God and lift up the name of Jesus together. I want to end on a song of worship to be united in one voice, one heart. To thankful, thank God for who he is, that he is our provider, he's our caretaker, and he is our protector. Why don't we stand? Why don't we stand? Everyone stand, and, and you can stretch your legs for a little bit. As Vanessa's getting ready, I want to encourage everyone at Restoration here and those watching online to spend time meditate over these verses, Psalm 23, in the week and the month ahead. Ask God to reveal more of who he is to us. That he wants to show us so much more of who he is. He wants to show us more of what he has planned for us. And all the amazing things that he wants us to experience. And to see. And allow him to truly be our shepherd. Let Jesus be our shepherd. I'm going to read Psalm 23 over us again. All of us here at Restoration. Let's close our eyes. I'm going to read this over us. The Lord is our shepherd. We lack nothing. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside quiet waters. He refreshes our souls. He guides us along the right path for his namesake. Even though we walk through the darkest valley, 
we will fear no evil. For you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. You prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You anoint our heads with oil. Our cups overflow. Surely your goodness and love it is with absolute certainty that your goodness and your love will follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So let's worship God together. Let's sing to Him. Let's sing out to Him. Lift our voices up to Him. Acknowledge that He is our shepherd. He's the one who provides for us. He's the one who protects us. He's the one that nourishes us. He's the one who refreshes us. He's the one that has been guiding us through this season and He will, will be guiding us through the next season. He's the one who blesses us and comforts us. Let hope arises. Let faith arises. Let us lift up the name of Jesus together. <laughs>